Okay, welcome everyone, and thank you very much for uh, this uh, opportunity on this very special uh, five minutes of Tara. So the topic of uh, today is why do we cry and why our future depends on it. And like everything, everything is, you can find everything in the Torah. And one of the things that fascinated me in the Torah was that we know the Torah is not a storybook. So why does it keep on telling me about all the people that cry? You know, if someone's happy, someone's sad, you know, the Torah is, is forever. So there must be lessons to be learned. And so really what struck me was when Yosef meets Binyamin, they reunite for the very first time. What do they do? They hug each other and they cry. And they cry and they're each crying on each other. And Rashi tells us, you know why they were crying? Because Yosef was crying about the base of Megdash that was going to be in Binyamin, and Binyamin was crying about Mishkan Shila, which was being Yosef's Chelek. So I, I got a question to ask all of you. So was this a foregone conclusion? If they knew this was going to happen, shouldn't they have each davened that it shouldn't happen? Why were they crying? Was this uh, fate to complete? This was done? Question number one. Question number two. The Miragla, right? We're all familiar with the story with the Miragla. Shem tells Klal Yisrael, he says, you know what? You cried, I cried it for no purpose. You didn't want to go into Eretz Yisrael. So you know what? I'm punishing you. You're going to cry forever because this is going to be the day when the base of English will be destroyed. I got a question for all of you. Is Hashem punishing us for our reactions? Like, I understand if someone kills somebody. I understand that. Dini Avoidazura, I understand that. There's an action that's happening. This is a reaction. This is my emotional reaction. Maybe it wasn't the right reaction. And also, Hashem is, uh, is, is the ultimate, uh, you know, Rachmanis, who has Rachmanis in all of us. Does it make sense that Hashem would just say, callously, you're going to cry forever? Something seems to be off. Perhaps, and that's what I'd like to suggest today, an original thought that I hope that each and every one of us, you know, uh, can be inspired by. And it's based on Chassam Seifer. Chassam Seifer says that in Telem it says, Bayne Yerushalayim nitche Yisrael, that, um, that the Hashem builds Yerushalayim and we'll gather the Nitche Yisrael. So the Chassam Sefer asks a very obvious question. Boine is present. Hashem will build. Yibone. What is Boine? Hashem is not building the base of Megdash now. We'll build it. So the Chassam Sefer answers something that we all know of, that the third base of Megdash will be, will come down complete from Shemayim. So the Chassam Sefer says, if that's the case, now I understand. Hashem is building, currently building the base of because when we're Zaycha, it's going to come down complete. So he says, fascinating. How is Hashem building it? What's the Cholmer? What's the materials? What's the construction materials? Sam Sefer says, you want to know what the construction materials are? It's the tears and the Avelis, the mourning and the tears that we, that we uh, our emotions based on the base of Mikdash, that we don't have it, that's the construction materials that Hashem uses to build the base of English. He brings down a Zayar that says that Klaisol will only be redeemed through our tears, which makes sense now, right? Based on the Sam Seifer. 
So I thought to myself, maybe something deeper is happening when a person cries. Perhaps the lesson is, Hashem wasn't telling us that atom as a punishment, as a sentence for life, Hashem was giving us the solution. He says, you know how you're going to rebuild the base of Mikdash? Through your Bechiyas Chinam. You're going to cry because that's going to be the material, the construction material. So Hashem was giving us the roadmap how the base of Mikdash would be rebuilt. And with that, it's beautiful. Why did Binyamin and Yosef cry on his shoulders, shoulders at that moment? Because, as we know, and the Kuzmir brings down, and, and I'm sorry for also, at that moment when they met, there was a, they have this premonition, they feeling that they realized that Klai Yisrael would be forever impacted through their Sinas And through that, the base of Mikdash would be destroyed. So at that particular moment when they met, they had to do something for Klai Yisrael. So beautiful, what did they do? They showed us the roadmap. You're gonna to need to cry. And through crying, that's how you're gonna build the base of Mikdash. It really, really uh, flows very nicely with that. And this is where I, I thought of it very much was, you ever wonder, Baruch Hashem, there are a lot of simchas in Kal Yisrael. There's Pidyin Aben, there's a Bar Mitzvah, there's Bris, but yet we don't make any mention of Chorban Bayis, except by a wedding, right? You go to a wedding, everybody knows at the end of the chuppah, they break the glass, why there? So the answer is, Hashem says, you're about to embark on building your Bayis and Israel. You help build my house, I'm going to help build your house. And so what does Hashem say? Hashem says, at this exact moment, when you're about to build your home, cry for me mourn for me, feel for me, and through that, you will build your bias nemer. That's beautiful. The Yavid says that proportionate to amount of feelings we have under the chuppah, the chasen and kala, we, we all know it's a dehoibinet sight, but when they feel the, the chorban and they mourn and they cry, that's proportionate to their shalom bias and to the success of their marriage. So when you're at a wedding next time, and you hear Imesh Kachayich and everybody's ready to run out. Take a moment, take a step, internalize, close your eyes, and just realize that the future depends on what you do at this moment. So you're probably wondering, Maishi, that's a nice thought, nice idea, maybe it makes sense, maybe it doesn't make sense, but where's your Raya? Where are you getting this from? So those who know me well, I usually start with a numerical uh, value. And so it's very fascinating that if you look at the Sherish of crying is Bechi. Bechi is Gematria 32, which is the Gematria of Leif. Avelus, which the Sherish is Avel, is Aleph once again with Leif. When you bring Hashem in to the story, Hashem wants your heart. And how do you project your heart? Through your tears that come through your heart and through your eyes. As we know, the eyes are the window to someone's neshama. When you put them together, they equal 65. Avel and Bechi, 65, which is the gematria of Agnes, which we all know is when we accept that Hashem is the Adon Yachal. And when you do that, that's when you're able to bring down the base of Mikdash. And just, I will leave you with one last thought, two last thoughts. 
And then I know my five minutes is uh, up. Medr says, when, when Yosef started to cry, the Medr says, you know what the Medr says? Medr says, Kishem Yosef is the same way he only made up with his brothers through crying, it's only going to be through tears. That's my first riot to you. We see the Farish and the Medrash, it's going to be through tears. And my second riot is a Pasuk in Shmuel. The Pasuk in Shmuel tells us, when it's talking about Shlomo Melech, Hashem says to Shlomo Melech, Shemati es I heard your, I heard your tefillas. It's going to always have the Kedusha, even when it's not here anymore. How? Through my eyes and my heart. That's when you'll see it. And so, to encapsulate everything I just said in three sentences or less, when a person feels this ragush of crying and the emotion of mourning, don't think that on Tisha B'Av you're just crying on something that happened 2,000 years ago. You're not a passive participant. You're an active participant. You're helping Hashem build the base of Mikdash. And that's why it says, you're going to be able to see this in Chasai. You know why? Because you had a part in building it. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Have a great day.